0: An award-winning family-owned business with exceptional diamonds, engagement rings, jewelry, and timepieces, Continental Diamond is the jeweler Minnesota adores in St. Louis Park or online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Tailgate. Awesome guest this week. You know him from Transformers, Buddy Games. You know him from a ton of stuff. Huge Viking fan. Josh Dumel is on the show. Uh, This was a really great one. If you like it, subscribe, like, do all the things you do to make podcasts work. Enjoy. I know what time it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Tailgate presented by Continental Diamond. We are 0-2. I am pretty upset about it, but I'm going to deal with those emotions in a fun way as I talk to a fantastic guest this week. I, I'm i not even going to do your credits, dude, because I can't, I'm a fan of you and I can't list them all off and... and we're not gonna do that. But I'm psyched oh. to have you is Josh Dumel, new series on uh, on CBS based on the hit movie Buddy Games. Die Hard Viking fan. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. I will say you before we started recording, we were chatting and you said a sentence that I didn't react to, but I need you to know I was furious about because in the Midwest, everybody loves fall. To me, it's just the death of summer and sunshine and happiness. And you said out loud, hold on a second. My dog just chased a lizard (laughs) through like as I saw sun beaming across your face. Yeah, that's
1: hunting. She's hunting right now. She's hunting
0: as you. Yeah. As your little Frenchie sits in front of his pool in the beautiful sun. I'm I'm very jealous, man. But you were you were back in uh, in the great state for the home opener, right?
1: I was, I was, and I thought for sure we'd have a nice, you know, opening game against the Buccaneers, new quarterback, Baker, who's always a little scary because he's, he's a battler, that dude. Yeah. But I f- I figured we, that was a game that we would win handily. And I don't know. I don't know what, the, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I still believe in this team. Yeah. I really do. I feel like, I feel like we're going to get it together. We got another tough one this weekend against the Chargers, uh, and they're owing too. So something's got to give there. You know, they want to win just like we want to win. So I don't know. Um I'm hoping we get our shit together soon.
0: I I also hoping that. And I it's always hard to I know Baker Mayfield at times has been very, very good. And it's not I don't spend my time on this show going after people, but It never surprises me when he rises up. He feels like football's version of a bar fighter. Yeah. Like, why do you got those big pads on? He's a little too husky and a little (laughs) too cocky. Like, at any given point in time, you could see that guy getting beaten into a wall or throwing three people out a door. There's just something odd about him.
1: Yeah. I mean, since college, if you think, if you go back to where, where where do you start? Texas Tech? And then transferred to Oklahoma? Yeah. I think he walked on at both schools. It's wild won the starting job, is bounced around the league, was picked number one overall by the by the Browns. Played pretty well, made the Browns better than they've been in years. Yeah. Left there and went to uh where'd he go after that? He went
0: Spent a little time in Carolina that was horrible. And then oh yeah, he had that amazing football resurrection moment last year. You remember? <laughs> yeah. Where it was like, everybody's like, his career's over. And on Wednesday, he flew to LA, started one game, yeah. played horrible, but had an amazing drive. And everybody's like, he's still a starter. And he got a job. It was crazy. Yeah.
1: And then he goes and bat- the guy is an absolute battler.
0: You know, I don't want to make this whole
1: thing about Baker Mayfield, but mad respect for that guy. Seriously. I mean, Talk about a dude who wasn't sort of, he didn't come up as a blue chipper his whole life and was the sort of, you know, uh, you know, donned, you're going to be a superstar. He's had a battle for every single job he's had, and he just seems to keep winning these jobs, and he knows how to win football games.
0: Absolutely. What was it? So here's the thing. You got to be a part of the festivities for the opener. I mean, you grew up a fan of the team. I don't want to ask you like, a, oh, Josh, tell me what that's like. I don't want to go radio on you, but... Genuinely, when you grow up, this team dominates this a- this area. You grew up loving them. What was it like to be so intertwined with the organization you love so much?
1: Well, the truth is, you know, when I was living in Minot, North Dakota, everybody was a Vikings fan. They always pissed us off. And <laughs> as a young kid, I was like, oh, I'm not going to root for the Vikings. I'm going to be a Cowboys fan. So for a good part of my life, I was a Cowboys fan first, Vikings fan second. And then I moved to California. This was half my lifetime ago, probably 26 years ago now. And when I moved away, I started to realize how much it's almost like when you got a you got a younger brother or sister and you beat up on them all the time, but then when somebody else beats up on them, you you defend them. Yeah. And it was like it was like no, you know what? I love that team. That is the team that I really actually love. I just didn't want to admit it before and you know, 25 26 years ago was when I really really started being a hardcore uh fan and i always was i always followed him but it wasn't until i moved away from home that it was like my connection to home yeah the vikings were kind of my connection to home and uh you know i've developed a great relationship with brian harper and uh a lot of the guys over there at the vikings um and you know they've been really they've been really cool to me you know every time i come they they let me go down on the field for a little bit i got to i got to uh beat the skull drum last weekend or the opening weekend.
0: Does any part of you have, so I remember the first time I got to get down on the field, I I had that moment in my brain where I was like, these people have no clue what I'm capable of. I've been such, like, they let me, like I'm gonna, I might go talk to Brett Favre right now. I shouldn't be on the – like, was a part of – did any part of you have that psycho fan that you're like, keep it together, Josh. Keep it together. You, everybody's watching. Keep it together. It's really hard for me not to go out onto the field and start
1: throwing, start throwing out routes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. so badly want to go out there and start chucking the ball around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just can't do it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – it, there's something about being on that football field. And, and you know, it, it, it also – Makes you realize once you are down there on the field that you have no business playing with those guys. They are just monsters. It's wild playing at Minot State University. See that T-shirt? Yes, sir. Back in the day, I played quarterback there. I thought those guys were monsters, and they wouldn't even play. They weren't even as big as the cornerbacks. Yeah, the the, the like the, the the free safeties in the NFL.
0: You're a big dude. You're put together. I'm about six four. I remember one of the first times I was down there. I was standing over by the tunnel. Because, you know, the groups, in, in pregame, the groups come out by group. It's like, oh, here come the corners. Yeah. Now here come the wide receivers together. And I remember these dudes coming out. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right. I'm all. Right. And then you see the offensive linemen coming out. And you're like, that's the biggest man I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, and they've got a whole stable of them. yeah. And then, and then the D linemen come out, and they're as big, but just all muscle. Yes. And just, just want to literally kill you, you know? And, and I that's why I have such mad respect for these quarterbacks who can hang in there and just take hit after hit because it takes a lot of courage knowing – I mean, it's not as bad as – they're a lot more protected now than they used to be.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Um, and I think because of that, they're a little bit more bold, but still – You know, those guys are they're coming downhill at you as hard as they can. And, you know, it's a pretty scary feeling.
0: I've said this a million times. I was on a bike ride once and I got like drilled in the face with a butterfly and it ruined (laughs) it ruined a good couple days for me. (laughs) I can't imagine one of these men landing on my body. That's not I'm not trying to sound weak, but come on.
1: Did you have to go into concussion protocol?
0: I should have I can tell you I should have I I complained enough that everybody was like if you don't have a concussion we need to get you into therapy because this is not the way a grown man should act (laughs) we were watching I had a bunch of buddies over and we were watching the Monday night games they had the dual games last night and Kenny Pickett had a rough go and one of the guys there was a Steelers fan and the amount of words he was calling Kenny Pickett while well, Pickett was under duress, I was like, we all can have expectations for guys who, you know, are hired to do a job. Yeah. Like if your plumber shows up, like, and he's he looks like a plumber, you expect him to plumb. Yeah. So I understand how people would feel that way about Kenny Pickett, but he was going so hard. I was like, man, Scott, if I like tripped you, it would end our friendship. You got to <laughs> give this dude a break. They're so <laughs> fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I think I still think Kenny Pickett is going to be a co- good quarterback for them. You know, it's, I do too. It's tough. It takes these guys a couple of years. You know, even Zach Wilson in in in, in New York, it's like they it's, New Yorkers are so quick to just turn on these guys. Yes, they threw him in there. I think he was a he should have been a senior his for his rookie year, and he just wasn't ready. You know, and and it just crushed his confidence. My hope for them is that. Rogers sticks around, does the right thing. He's done for the season, most likely, and really mentors this kid because I'd love to see him figure it out in New York and and prove all those haters wrong.
0: It's the best thing about New York is their hate because everyone – it's like when Porzingis faded off the map. Mm -hmm. But when Porzingis came in and was a beast those first six games and Mm -hmm. he had that, like, you doubted me vibe, Mm -hmm. that was about as good as it gets. Yeah. You play quarterback. So here's, as we're talking about quarterbacks, I think the thing that's most fascinating to me is the, like, is exactly what you're saying. It's not just whether or not you can do it, it's the situation you're placed in, right? I don't think people, the regular fan, you went through this, like, they don't understand what the offensive coordinator truly means, what the coaching staff, what the, like, at the NFL level, the orga- organizational support, like, all the factors that go into allowing someone a proper learning curve yeah. at in high-level athletics is wild. And sometimes it it really doesn't matter how good you are. I think there are quarterbacks who flamed out of the league that had they flip-flopped with another guy yeah. might have had a really successful career.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that so much of the, of the success of a quarterback depends on the the coaching that they have around them the 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 sort of organizational uh, support you know and some teams are really good at it damn Packers seem to be really good at it
0: (laughs) can't do it man I've said this on this show before they are the trust fund babies of the NFL their fans like (laughs) yeah they are like and if uh, going from Favre to Rodgers was like Watching a 16 year old crash a Ferrari and so his dad buys him a Maserati. Yeah. If I have to watch Jordan Love be a Hall of Famer for 16 years and then win one more time, I can't do it, dude. I can't. I have too many relatives in that state.
1: I was so sure he was going to suck. And then I saw him play. I was like, oh my God, this kid is good. He's really good. Uh, Although they did lose last week. So maybe in, and he did have a chance to, you know, he, I don't know if he's got what what Rodgers had, that last minute sort of, comeback ability because he could have done it and they weren't able to but he's got a lot of
0: talent you've played doesn't he have that thing that what scares me and i can't quantify this you quantify this for me as an actual human who knows football the way his the way he floats and moves fluidly into his like just his footwork and his his ease in which he is progressing and moving i go god damn it that's actually i'm worried that that's a good thing
1: yeah, it is a good thing. It is a good thing because, you know, I, and I and I've been really hard on Cousins uh, over the years. I, I really root for the guy now after getting to know him a little bit. On the uh, I've never met him met him in person, but watching him on the Netflix show, I'm like, I can't help but to root for the guy. You know, if you're gonna take those two players for example, like Kirk feels like he's really working. He's putting a lot of effort into everything he does. Yes, Jordan, it seems to come easy. Yeah, like he just kind of floats around. The ball just kind of flies off his fingertips. Again, he's three games, two games in. It's way too early to tell. Uh, But, you know, it does look as if he might have a lot of ability. And I hope not. (laughs) Oh, man, I just can't. I have have too many Packer fan friends. Yeah, can't do it. Drive me nuts. And they just don't deserve another good quarterback. I'm sorry, but they just don't.
0: What I need is to be able to continue to say the sentence that I have said for the last twelve years or so, which is, I understand that you guys won football back when it was played with leather helmets. Mm-hmm. But since the grownups came around in the two thousands, I know you're you're giving us shit, but you have won exactly as many titles as you've had been featured on Making the Murderer as a state. So like, <laughs> I I don't like. I want that to stay the same. I want the amount of titles and the amount of controversial Steve Avery convictions in Wisconsin to stay the same <laughs> for all of eternity. I think that's wow. that's I have a harsh I'm going to I'm I'm going to have a real harsh stance on it. I can't imagine your career is ever going to go wrong. You've made a lot of great stuff, but if it does, let me give you some advice. Have somebody follow you around and make a documentary because holy shit, that's a good way to like somebody.
1: Oh man. Yeah, and, and he does seem like a really likable dude. I, I do like his work ethic. Yeah. He's tough as nails. He shows up every Sunday to play. You know, his stats are great. I just need him to to, to have whatever that is that some of these quarterbacks have that, you know, if there's two minutes left and they're down seven, there's a good chance they're going to win the football game. Last year, I thought he did a really good job for the first time ever. The Vikings were winning games and in the end that normally we lose. And I was like, God, that's that's. Maybe, maybe this is the year, but, you know, then to see us sort of flame out there at the end, just in other, you know, they always find a new way to break your heart and they, and they did it again last year, but maybe he needed this, this sort of validation from the world that, that suddenly is rooting for him and he can get that monkey off his back and, and sort of let go and just play free. But, you know, we're owned too. (laughs) I'm I'm hoping we can, uh, we can turn it around quick. It's not over. You can't go 15 and two without losing two games. You know what I mean?
0: That's a very, that's, you handle this. Here's what I'm watching in your eyeballs, Josh. You, you manage to do what I'm not capable of. You walk through how you're feeling and then you summarize up. You always, you're like, but you know, you could (laughs) always win every game from here on out. What I do is I walk through my feelings and then I spiral into nothingness. you know cup half full man i mean it's it's uh it's enviable it is it is enviable well, it's a little hateable with the sunshine on your face but it is enviable we we know that we have a good football team right absolutely i think
1: i, I think we got a lot of talent i'm a, i'm a little concerned we lost too many good players but i like the i like the upgrade at defensive coordinator i think that he's going to do a good job awesome i do really like kevin o'connell i like our gm you know we got maybe the best wide receiving duo in the league. Yes. But, you know, I, we we got talent. We got a lot of talent. It's just a matter of now we just got to put together some wins.
0: I will say it is a unique way to lose two games. You know, it's to go and turn the ball over that many times. It's almost like who's ever in charge. If there's a God that's in charge of football, he watched last season and he's like, I got to watch these guys this year. I got to pay attention to this. That got out of hand last year. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're paid down now, right? Yeah. We we paid off our debt for last season. Let us have a nice time against the Chargers. Let us go out and have some smiles.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. You know, you got to get one. You got to get And the, the nice thing is is that everybody else in our division lost last week. Yes. You know, that that at least we didn't lose any ground. So we're still, you know, we're still in the game. We still have a legitimate team. We can't we can't lose another one or two without stringing together a few wins here, though.
0: Couldn't agree more. Let me let me get you out of here, dude. But let me ask you a couple questions that uh, I think fans will love a lot. So buddy games, if you haven't seen the series, go see the series. Watch the movies. Two of them out now. If you had to like which four Vikings I'm putting you on the spot so I'm going to dance around the question and give you time but which four Vikings do you feel like would be the best at uh Buddy Games challenge like an episode you know because part of that Buddy Games isn't just it isn't just a physical ability it's about a bond and a cohesion and an ability to work together right Yeah and and
1: recognize each other's strengths weaknesses it's it's mental it's it's uh, assigning certain people certain jobs. Uh, like Philadelphia was terrible at that this year. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll, you'll find out if you watch this. It's really funny, man. I'm like, why would you make Anthony swim? He can't swim. And why would Anthony wear a sweatshirt when he's trying to swim? He just had the sweatshirt. The sweatshirt's not going to keep him warm in the water. You dummy. <laughs> so anyway, that there's a good example of not of of of, of not making good decisions within the team. Uh, so who I, who would I pick? I think I'd go Kyle Rudolph, ok? I feel like he's a good teammate who would who could do a lot of different things. Love it. You need a guy that when you need pure muscle and pure grit, I'd go John Randall.
0: I love that we're going all time Vikings because that's going to open my answer up to a whole new world, yeah. John Randall's a nonstop motivator. yeah. And he's trashing everybody else. That's a dude that makes the most sense,
1: yeah. and also that's part of the game, too. You got to be able to talk a lot of smack. Uh, and sabotage the other team. I want to say Thielen for some reason, just because he, he's he's from near where my cabin is in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, we give a little bit of hometown tie. And he, he's a good he's a good
1: utility man. And uh, you know he, he'll, he'll surprise you with his. You think he's you think he's one thing, but he's a lot more than that. And then I'll go with let's
0: go with uh, Jefferson. Why not? It's hard not to pick Jefferson. Now, I'm going to go a different direction with it here. Okay. And I understand that I'm going to lose when I put this team together. Okay. But I like just putting some odd people together. And see, I I go the Philadelphia route. I just want to see how you guys can handle a tense situation. So I'm going to pick Jerry Ball. From the early days, big Jerry Ball, 380 pounds Jerry Ball. Okay. I'm going – that's a 1998 pull right there. Uh, I'm going to go with Waswa Sirwanga because I think you need the greatest name in Vikings history. I'm going to put him on there. I'm going to go with TJ Hawkinson okay. just because I want that beautiful hair running through the course. <laughs> and then I think you need somebody who can keep everybody on track and either he can – bring you up to where you need to be, or if we're not, at least it's going to be fun to watch him freak out. So I'm going to throw Mike Zimmer in there. I'm going to throw a Zim on top of those three men oh, and wow. watch them try to navigate an episode. I don't think it's going to go well, Josh, <laughs> but I think I'm tuning in.
1: Uh, well, uh, this this would be my one critique is that um, you do have you do have to have some endurance. There's a lot of like real, it, it, there's a couple of events where you are sucking wind
0: yeah, did I pick a couple of people who don't have endurance? So Mr. Ball and Mr. Zimmer might struggle.
1: <laughs>
0: I like being the underdog, man. But you never know. You know, they're scrappy, man. You, you you can never tell. We might just surprise someone. It's really hard to predict. People hate this. I put them on the spot. Let me get a prediction for this week against the Chargers, a score prediction.
1: This is what I think. I think we win. I think we win soundly. I think we win, like...
0: 35 to 17 oh i love that i'm gonna go chargers 13 vikings 148 uh josh you're the king man it means a ton that you took a few minutes to do this
1: you're you're a bigger you're a bigger homer than pa man
0: (laughs) you watch your mouth you watch your damn mouth i that's that's i'm the i lie to myself in an aggressive way uh you're a king man we appreciate it uh Thank you so much for for hanging out. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Tailgate. And thank you to our sponsor, Continental Diamond. Be sure to tune in next week as well as like and subscribe to the Vikings podcast feed everywhere you get your favorite shows. See you all next week. Join PA at the St. Cloud Buffalo Wild Wings this Friday from 9 to noon for Friday Football Feast. Presented by Coors Light. Enjoy food and drink specials, a chance to win Viking tickets, and more. Visit vikings.com slash BWW for full schedule and details.